thanks for joining us. Back for a uh, a remake, Jared. Yes. Slasher remake. Would you say uh, highly anticipated? No, because um, I forgot all about it, and then just by sheer chance, for well, some reason, I think one of my fat thumbs pressed on Tubi on my phone, and up it came, and well, it was already there. I knew she was coming along. I was waiting for it over the last couple of days, but... Uh, with bated breath? With bated breath, but, I mean, initially when we found out, I thought, cool, and then I saw Tubi original, I thought, oh, fuck. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> How's this going to go? <laughs> yeah, a couple of cases of beer. <laughs> yeah, that's the budget for this sort of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Although I believe, and I don't want to get anyone's fucking excitement levels high, but Tubi's also got another original sort of slasher coming called The Final Rose, set amongst a Bachelorette-style <laughs> show. <laughs> I mean, I love because, the idea. Of course, I have been hunting that shit since I've been on leave. Yeah, yeah. I love the idea. It seems to be on Tubi in the US, but not here. Yeah, there we've been a few originals what are you out. Doing, there's one Tubi? with, there's like, one with Kane Hodder and there's another one with Tony Todd. So they're they're trying. They're giving us they're having a go. Well, you know what? I've probably spent more time on Tubi than I've spent on Shutter. Yeah, well they've I've actually I've gone back to Shutter a little bit and I think where Shutter excels is the, the Doco territory. They're doing some reasonable doco stuff, but yeah, I think you're right in terms of the old slasher fair and the the old the leprechaun, you know, old leprechaun fair, all the leprechaun <laughs> movies, all the fucking full moon you could want. Oh yeah, which um, is not much. You know, <laughs> most, <people>. <laughs> <laughs> most normal humans. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I uh, noted shit peddlers on this yeah. uh, podcast. Most normal uh, movie watchers are uh, fucking glad that full moons are quite rare. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. Before we get to that, I'm a bit on leave, so I've got a little bit in the, on the slate. Mm. I went back to the Hardy Boys. Yep. I Supernatural. Was, no, no, have no. We started to have we no, no, sagged and we've gone. We haven't, we haven't. But I believe we go supernatural in season two. Mm, okay. And then it's funny because I read something about Nancy Drew. Remember, I told you Nancy Drew had gone supernatural from the get go. Yeah. And I was livid about the supernatural element. Just filthy. But I've read somewhere that season three has gone back to the non-supernatural. Yeah. Right. So, who knows? CW, mate. Mm. You never know what they're going to bring you. Hardy Boys, I enjoy it. I think it's not too bad. I'm only about seven or eight episodes into the first season. I'm just trying to clean it off because my wife got to- got jack of it. So, yeah, okay. so as soon as she got jack of it, I said, all right, I'll just put it to bed. Okay, now, because I'm on leave, Jared, I have punched my way through the first eight Friday the 13th pictures mm-hmm. on my Blu-ray box set, including extras. And... I'm happy to say that, you know, it still stands up to the, my personal favourites are two, four, six. Yep. Varying quality. One's okay. Three's kind of average. Five's a shit show. Seven's all right. Seven, I, I really listened to our podcast on it, and I, I would agree that three out of five's pretty, pretty much where it's at. It's got absolutely no characters or anything, but... The ending, the finale is fantastic. All the mechanical stuff and all the shit they do to Kane Hodder, including squashing the poor <laughs> bloke. Yes. It all looks great and it really works well. Part eight, you know what? I'm going out on a limb here and saying part eight's the worst one. Yeah, it's, it's, it's down there. It's so shoddy. Yeah. Everything about it looks shoddy. 
Yet it's got it's made for much more money than the others. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I punched my way through. Then look, um, you know how we talked about who was a craftsman, who was a tradesman back in some episodes. I'm just going to give you a quick. You put builders, together your own the builders master list. Builders the master builders list, list. for the Friday the Thirteenth directors. Cunningham's a tradesman. Yeah. Steve Miner's the interesting one. I would say he's a craftsman in part two, but a tradesman in part three. <laughs> yeah, he's the awesome. only bloke who fell off the back. We went backwards. <laughs> yeah. Might have had something to do with the 3D, but he was a craftsman in part two. Yeah, I think he, he crafts some quality stuff. I think part he three, he's well. back trading, trading it up. Joe Zito, craftsman. Yeah. yeah he's if we're judging by that one... That, that one, one build that he's yeah. put together. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a mansion. It's a, <laughs> it's a mansion out the sticks. I mean, Danny Steinman's a fucking labourer. His, yeah, his directorial skill is up his ass. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I could have directed that better than him, and I've got no qualifications whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I haven't even got a ticket. Like, I haven't even got to work with vulnerable people card. <laughs> he shouldn't be... He shouldn't be uh... He's qualified to lug bricks from one spot to the other. Yeah, That's yeah, about yeah. it, I think. Exactly. Part six, Tom McLaughlin, craftsman. Yep. Part seven, tradesman. <laughs> yeah, we said Johnny Carl Buechler, tradesman. Rob Hedden, part eight, definite tradesman. I, I, if I could find a, a lower tier, I'd put him on it. His, his performance is pretty bad. Yeah, right. So that's where I've been. Uh, Devil in Ohio. Watch that whole limited series on mm-hmm. Netflix. Not bad. Not bad. Kind of had an omen, exorcist type of vibe, you know, cult sort of stuff. Yep. Decent adeps. And the last one for me was uh, after bitching and moaning for several episodes on this podcast, I went back to season three of Unsolved Mysteries. Look, I know why these things are being put out. They are unsolved, so they're looking for tips. Yeah. So what they're doing is presenting you a, a solid package. Yep. But. Like the first episode is not bad because it, it, I but even though there's not a lot of ex like options put forward, looking at the evidence, yes, something else went on. Like it's pretty clear there's not the story that's been told. Yep. Right. Episode three, another one where supposition gets thrown out. The family, of course, they're upset. But they don't have anything that would tell you that it's potentially something else. Mm. There's all this kind of, you know, oh, we think it's this or we think it's that. Yeah. But yeah. there's no no real evidence to suggest any of that. Yep. So I just think it's pretty poorly made. Yeah. See, going back to the going back to the old ones. That'd be like a ten minute thing. It was ten or fifteen minutes of something. And that meant that they could point out that this is the person that did it. Yeah. Or, or you know, um, this is the person of interest. But not necessarily have to put an hour of that up mm. and, and basically a 10-minute thing that would, would grip you and show you what this person supposedly did and you'd be thinking, fuck. And as you said, they're looking for the tips on it and stuff like that. So you can get away with that. This one's very different. Like, you can't just whip together an hour on any of those things. Because most of them don't even have an hour in them. Yeah. I recall in the first season, there, there was one particular one that I felt like, okay, well, this is 
this is worthwhile because I think they might get something out of this. They might get someone to talk. It was the one about the dude that went to the party on the, the rural property. And, yes, yes. And I looked at that and I thought, yeah, well, they might get something out of this and this could be solved. Yeah. This, this, this looks like a case where somebody just needs to say, hey, I know something about this yeah. and crack it open or still find some, some little piece. But the other ones, yeah. And, and as you said, when you get to when you get to the ones where there's not much else there, and you've got an hour to fill, it just doesn't really work. What you got to do is throw in. That's when you start throwing in aliens. That's when you start throwing Bigfoot in. Bigfoot. Fucking hell! I cannot on. believe we have not got a half a, 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 an hour long episode with a bunch of fucking cryptozoologists of the mean, absolute horseshit. <laughs> I mean, Hulu whipped together a three episode series on a, on a set of murders that was supposedly committed by Bigfoot. <laughs> Come on. Can't we get something? Have you watched that? I ha- I've been desperately checking any What's any it called? Uh, I think it was made by the Duplass brothers or produced by the Duplass brothers. It's called Sasquatch. Sasquatch? Yeah. You saw the preview to it. It's set up in the... Appalachians, Appalachians, yeah. Appalachians and, you know, it's it involves drugs and shit. So as I said to you, I'm pretty sure I can see where this is going and I don't think Sasquatch was involved. But no, no, unless Sasquatch but, is, a, is a cartel. But I see the trailer and I see Sasquatch and Three Murders and I go, hmm, I'll watch that. He, the, uh, def, Bigfoot's definitely involved <laughs> in some way. I mean, that was my first instinct. Oh, I know, I know, I know. I know. In Bigfoot uh, it wasn't a fucking pot plantation out there, was there? No, no. It's been wasn't. run by, looked after by a you know, drug cartel. Yeah, none no. of those, none of those ones where, you know, people, on their property are loaded up with weapons so to ward off people pinching their crops and shit like that. All three bodies had bullet wounds in them. <laughs> Sasquatch well, definitely. Yeah, I saw off. Sasquatch managed to, yeah. to figure oh. out how to fire He took their weapon thing. from them and killed them with it. <laughs> yeah, okay, so shit. I want to see this. Now well, the thing was that it's Hulu. So I thought it might, might pop up, pop up on, on Disney Plus Disney for Plus, us, yeah. but no, 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 nothing there. Disney doesn't want to associate itself with such <laughs> rampant crap. <laughs> How dare you? I know, I know, I know. But look, Unsolved Mysteries, yeah, look, I'll continue watching it. What am I talking of about? Of course you will. Of course you will. Like, it'll just, just hanging for that big episode. Hanging for that, that, that episode that go, makes me go, wow, that was worth it. Yep. I'm three seasons in and I haven't found that one yet. So, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But that was it for me. Yeah. What do okay. you got? I got through a little bit. Full, full, full moon features on No, full moon. This Well, there's probably some stuff that You've could, upset could me. qualify. You've me. It could qualify. I have some shit. <clears throat> so there's a little bit of shit. So <laughs> I watched Werewolf by Night on oh, Disney. The, is that the Marvel thing? Yeah, the Marvel sort of one-hour presentation. I'd heard some good things, so I was a little bit disappointed, to be honest, because uh, really it's just straight down the line. I mean... It's an interesting, an interesting sort of setup to run with, but unfortunately, it doesn't manage to have enough story to fill the hour, which is a shame because you know reasonable effects and some interesting stuff there that that could have been fun. So the next one on the list is probably the biggest ticket item, mm-hmm. Black Adam. Ah, I think it's exactly what I expected. I, I was expecting, and I, I'd spoken to you previously about my hopes. That this, I felt like this Your is dreams? almost. This is not my hopes and dreams. It's almost. I felt like it was almost the last chance for, for the Rock, to, be kind of swayed into something other than what he usually does. Because now he's so big and he's producing all his movies that it's just, it's becoming a little bit the same every time we see, the Rock. 
And so I was just hoping that, hey, this is a this is a DC property. They're going to try to control it. But no. as we kind of expected, he is allowed to put his own stamp on it, which is okay at times. But I felt the best stuff was when it wasn't like that. I felt the best stuff from the Black Adam character was when it was a little more kind of just you know, inflexible, inflexible hard ass. Not necessarily any any of the comedic moments, and there was one or two of the comedic moments that got a bit of a chuckle out of me. But overall, it pretty much played as expected. Three out of five. That kind of About three that out kind of five level. range. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much the same. I know there's been a lot of people that wouldn't even give it that. So yeah, no, I came in for some treatment. Yeah, came in for some treatment. I thought Pierce Brosnan, Brosnan was really cool, more so the Doctor Fate character. Like, there's a lot of stuff where he puts the helmets on, and it's basically just the CGI takes over. That looks really cool. Uh, Hawkman was okay, but the, the other characters, I mean, they could have not been there and the movie would have been barely any different. The real the real rough one for me is the kid. I don't think he's... I, I thought his performance was shocking, to be honest. <laughs> so, How old was he? I think he's about 12 or 13. Well, I was just... What, yeah. Was he kind of like a sidekick to Black Adam? Well, they tried to sort of stuff that, that sort of element in of, you know, a little bit of the kind of John Connor... Wow. To, to the Terminator sort of thing, and I was just every time I saw every time he he delivered a line, I was like, "Fuck, where did we get this guy from?" Yeah, and you know <laughs> the plot, just kind of paint by numbers, these kind of stuff. The best stuff is is there's a couple of a couple of really cool action sequences. There's one early on that's all slow mo, that's really awesome to see, like a visual spectacle. There's a couple where where you know you see people kind of just. In the frame, and Black Adam's just kind of in the background doing the business. I thought that I thought some of that stuff was excellent, but then we we decide to take the slow mo to ridiculous to ridiculous lengths, and everything's in slow mo for a stretch there. And yeah, look, it's enjoyable enough, but it's just another kind of another superhero movie that's that's middle of the road. Well, let me just lay this on you. I've been harsh on this bloke, but I can't help it. Yeah. I don't mean to be harsh. What I mean is that, I mean, look at these movies. This is going back to, let's let's go back to 2017, okay? Actually, let's go 2016. Central Intelligence, Fate of the Furious, Baywatch, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, Rampage, Skyscraper, Hobbs and Shaw, Jumanji, The Next Level, Jungle Cruise, Red Notice, Black Adam. Now, in the an episode that I was listening to, one of our episodes I was listening to the other day, we talked about The Rock, and you said the only one, the only one we'll remember of his will be Fast Five, right? Yeah, I think in the long run. But I don't think we're going to remember any of them. I, I don't think any of these movies in his entire canon. In 25 years' time when he's gone, or whatever. Fuck. You're writing him off already. No, man. I'm just... I'm, Jesus, he no, might no, still be. No, what I'm saying <laughs> when is when, when his career's over, yeah. I just get this feeling that we're just not going to remember any of them because they're all so middling and we just walk... We're in a, uh, he's come up in that current culture that basically just... It's it's in the cinemas for two weeks and then no one gives it well, a toss. It's just know? like mediocrity is yeah. is all you need if you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, look, the bloke seems like a an awesome bloke. I, I mean, he seems like a really good bloke. It. We keep saying it while we kick him, but I I genuinely love the guy. I mean, I have done since 
I was a wrestling fan. Yeah. I was I was right in the thick of wrestling. And I get what he's doing. He's attitude, protecting right? his brand. Yeah, absolutely. But take a take a gamble like Stallone did in Copland, yeah. or um, even Arnie did with that Mandy or something. Like, yeah. take something. It's almost like he he feels like he can't do that. Well, that sort of stuff came it, early. He gave us a couple of surprises. Yeah, well, things like um, be cool and um, and popping up in Southland Tales. Southland Tales stuff like. Bit of a disaster. It but was... now, let's do it now. Yeah, I agree. While I agree. you can afford to, it can just be a blip on the radar, but people could look. There's, you know what? I was reading an article on crack.com today. They were saying Adam Sandler's picking up an award this week for Hustle, mm. and they said it is the barometer for an Oscar nom. Yeah. Because he's won this award, there's a likelihood he, he he's going to make a run at getting an Oscar. Yeah. And I'm like... Here's a bloke that has made some of the shittest movies out there. <laughs> but yeah. When he puts his. Hey, can I say that with. I don't. You didn't even watch Ridiculous Six, did you? No. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't watch Jack and Jill. <laughs> what was that one where it was Sandy bloody Sandy Dickhead yes. or something? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what it was called. Um, Sandy Dickhead. Um, he Adam Sandler has made some terrible films. Yeah, he has. But. And in the same vein as The Rock, knowing that it doesn't matter because... Yeah, mediocrity, it's my gonna, fans love it. Yeah, people are going to watch it. But he's also picked up an Uncut Gems yeah, and now yeah. Hustle. Yeah. He's found a couple of parts that work. But I feel like he picked those up after he got a bit of a kicking. He probably, yeah, I reckon he did. Even though he'd done that stuff, he'd done the Punch Drunk Punch Loves, Loves and things and that, like that yeah. earlier, it had it had been quite a while. But, yeah, and, and don't get me wrong, I think... Being a bit of a DC fan, I'm still, even now, I'm still happy, and I'm not going to spoil the the end bit, but everyone pretty much knows what happens in the end credits. I'm happy to see that that the Rock is Black Adam because I think he's he's not a bad fit in terms of in terms of the look. I I I think he can do it. He's taking a character that's not necessarily massive in DC law. People let, I mean, Christ, admittedly. If I was in his shoes too, and I was working with DC, I don't know whether I'd be that comfortable letting them do anything. No, well, considering they seem to not know what they're doing. The big thing for me now is <clears throat> obviously we found out today that James Gunn is one of the people that's oh, been yeah, installed yeah. to oversee DC. <laughs> I'm kind of excited by what he might do with The Rock, and he's the kind of guy that'll spring a couple of surprises for. Well, he might, people yeah. Like that. So, but I'm just, I guess I'm just tiring of this. And I've t- I tired of it long ago, quite some time ago. Yeah, and I well, haven't. Watched, I mean, you start, you start. I haven't watched with, the Jumanjis. I haven't watched uh, Jungle Cruise. Like, I just haven't well, bothered. Put it this way, like I've I've seen all of those ones that you listed. I enjoyed almost all of them. I had a reasonable time with almost all of them. Hmm. But as we said, the the, the best. The, the ones that I would say I enjoyed the most were probably the first Jumanji and the Jungle Cruise, and they're three out of five. Well, efforts. but put it this way, Jared, can you actually remember these movies? Because I, I would be hard-pressed if I was you. Mm. I can't remember Red Notice for shit. No. Like, if someone asked me, give us a couple of scenes well, from Red Notice. I, 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 I no can't idea. remember much of Red Notice, but from what I do know about psychology, that's possibly my mind's my kind mind of reaction kind to of the... the, the, the <clears throat> and I, I think that's just... The a, issues that are I mean, It's just... Well, I, I disagree. I, I think... I disagree slightly. I do think... I, I still think that in 25 years... Fast Five will be showing up on people's lists of, you know, movies from this era that were were pretty awesome. I I think Fast Five is fucking awesome. I would let that. I would let that. I'll let, I'll cop that. Yeah, but Fast Five was good. But 
that's a picture that he didn't. He didn't. He like I said, he's gotten so big now that he controls all of it. He controls what's going to happen in the movies, and you could see it. You could see a little bit of it. You know, Black Adam starts. Oh, he's the bad guy. He's going to kill people, and there's still a bit of that. But you just know where it's going to go. Yeah. And I'm not saying it wasn't enjoyable. I did enjoy it. I obviously enjoyed it more than a lot of people. See, that can be done. That sort of thing can be done. Like the difference between Terminator and Terminator 2. By the time Terminator 2 rolled around, Arnie was the biggest star on the planet. Yeah. So we had to pivot. But it was so well done. Yeah. The way they did it. That's because Arnie put himself in the hands of James Cameron. Yeah, correct. Not Jamie Collins-Sierra. Arnie says, Arnie says, I'll produce, but it's just, you know. And Cameron says, just stay the fuck out of it. (laughs) But Arnie can produce and just say, well, you know, my name's on the credits, I'll stump up some cash or whatever. Or I'll pretend I stumped up some cash and didn't, you know, it wasn't part of my contract and he chucked on it as a producer. Yeah. But you're James Cameron, so yeah. you do everything. I'm yeah. not gonna go, I'm not gonna walk into the writer's room and I say, trust ah, you, yeah. James. I trust you. Come on, James. Uh, Arnie didn't trust too many back then because yeah. he was in the same position as The Rock. It's yeah. about brand. Yeah. But he trust But he Arnie, knew who to trust. And he trust James Cameron. And The Rock has not hasn't found his James Cameron. James Cameron. And he needs to. He needs to just go to someone else's movie and say yeah, I'll do whatever you want. Don't worry about my production company. I'll, I'll show up in your movie and I'll just... But 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 why can't he play... Because he can do that. He's got so much money. <laughs> I know, but he's... Oh, no, he's asking me for money. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. He asked me for 50 bucks to pay on Facebook. So. Um, no, Jared, the thing about him is he's a good enough actor. Yeah, he to is. To take a role as a broken down cop or something like that. Like, mm. he's got to the point where he just can't be somebody who's fallible anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And, and we talked about this with guys like Seagal. That sort of shit went to their head yeah. and they never got out of it. Yeah. I mean, it goes to the extremes in this. Again, I'm not going to spoil things, but there's one scene where, you know, some bloke tries to hit him with a baton and it, it literally fucking, you know, bends over his head and stuff like that. And I'm like... That's almost that's taking into the comic. It's literally taking that exact thing to the comical lens. You know? <laughs> but look again. I, yeah. I, I mean, we've had this discussion. I don't want to keep kicking the bike, but I just want to see him do well, something else. Well, it's because you enjoy aspects of what he does, and he, he genuinely seems like a really good guy. And as I said, his work in the wrestling back in those days, I've loved the guy since then. He was supposed to be the bad guy, but you just fucking loved what he was doing so much that eventually he was the biggest star in wrestling and the biggest, you know, baby face in wrestling. And I just genuinely want him to fucking have a a classic on the the resume. And I just, there's there's not not one there. It's, I don't know how, there's there's many ways that you can spin it and his, his, you know, promo and marketing is always... The audience score, you know, look how much money we've made. Look at the audience approval ratings, 90% and all this sort of stuff. But in the wash-up, as you said, in 25 to 30 years when there's a list of greatest greatest uh, action movies from the, this era or those heist movies, the, you know, Fast, Fast and the Furious and that, he just these movies that he has fronted and produced, they're not going to be anywhere near it. No. For the biggest star of the the era, the era yes. that's fucking strange. Whereas, as as we said, Arnie was the biggest star in the ni- early nineties. Yep. But he had Predator and he had Terminator. Yep. Sly and Terminator the same. Two. You know, the- Sly's got the Rockies, yeah. the first Rambo, as you said, stuff like Copland, which was a little bit of a left turn, but a very good movie. You know, like yeah, disappointing. Mm. What else you got? You got anything else? 
I do. I've got a couple. I watched another one of the Mortal Kombat animated movies yeah. that came out called Snow, uh, Mortal Kombat Legends Snowblind. Yeah. Pretty cool. Brought a couple of different characters in and they took a real different spin on it and actually ended up tying it all into recent stuff that's coming out in the in the games. I really enjoyed it. Had a bit of a Mad Max angle. David Wenham as Kano. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah. He was really good. Had a bit of that Josh Josh Lawson, but I reckon he was actually better with the, you know, just uh, with the Aussie kind of too old. Yeah, yeah. Well, the funny thing was this was a they, they took a really different angle on it. There's 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 parts of fucking Mad Max and stuff in this one. I thought it was really cool. Like it's just, you know, again, just a solid, enjoyable little picture, but they are some of the most gruesome, action-y sort of things I've seen in a long time, trying <laughs> to stick with the Mortal Kombat brand. But, yeah, David Wenham's bloody good. Like, you know, things like when Sub-Zero shows up and he goes, oh, jeez, getting a bit nippy in here, isn't it? And stuff like that. Just <laughs> classic really Australian, Australian, Australian bullshit. Yeah, um, yeah. Queer for Fear, another doco on Shutter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really interesting stuff. It's a, It's a... Series. There's four episodes that I've watched so far. Yeah. Basically just all about, you know, the, the queer angles in horror movies and taking it right back to the Universal Monster stuff, which was I thought was uh, the really good stuff early on and informative, you know, stuff that I didn't know, writers that I didn't actually know were were queer, were, you know, and and connecting it to a lot of their work, stuff like Frankenstein and the Draculas oh, yeah. and all that sort of stuff, okay. right through to the Invisible Man's and all this sort of stuff. Interesting. I, I liked it a lot. I'm Good. very very much enjoying it. I think Brian Fuller had a big hand in it, and he's oh, yeah. actually one of the one of the people interviewed. There's a lot of people that they talk to, which is, I think, works in its favour. It's really good. And then, the last stuff that I watched. Well, sorry, keeping up on House of the Dragon. Okay, yeah. Just, you know, right in your wheelhouse, that fantasy and the, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. There's been a couple more dragons of late, but Excellent. still not well, all that much. <laughs> glad. No, it's it's the same same sort of stuff as Game of Thrones. You know, you get it in the title. It's it's everyone playing their hands to try to get the, the power and yeah. all this sort of stuff. And I've sort of started to enjoy it more as it's gone along. Oh. Uh, I've got two more episodes in the season to check out and looking very much forward to that. And the last things that I checked out are going with the whole buzz around Terrifier 2. Oh, yeah. I managed to get a look at All Hallows' Eve, which was the first feature-length thing the director did, I believe, and included the character, yeah. Art the Clown. I didn't love it. I, I, quite frankly, I thought it was... Some of the stuff in the middle was just sort of like, oh, you know, very run of the mill. But then there are a couple of pieces that include Art the Clown, and you can see why the guy decided to, what's his name, Damien Leone, I think so he went off. decided to spin that off into its own thing because they are genuinely pretty creepy. So then I, uh, that was, per, you know, personally, that was the only thing I really enjoyed about the movie. Hmm. So I then jumped onto the first Terrifier. Yeah. Where is that on streaming? YouTube again. Uh, <laughs> I managed to find it before it got yanked down. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> but overall, I didn't love the the movie. I thought it was pretty standard slashery fare. I th- actually thought it was the way that it treated women was pretty fucking horrible because... <laughs> The the guy there's a couple of guys in there that that get killed, but 
compared to what the girls are put through, it's just fucking what just is it um, awful stuff. Tear torture type of shit. Yeah, or? there's a little bit of that, which I'm not. I'm not down for. No, and I, I feel like in a way, it's not the sort of stuff I'm interested in because the only thing it, I felt like that was the only thing it really does have to have to offer. And I'm not a gore hound. That's not what I'm in it for. I prefer the horror movies that actually have a bit to say, or you know, the, the slasher movies have more of a sort of kind of fantastical element to them sometimes. Yeah. So it's not really what I went for. But again. The guy playing the character, and I think it changed between those two movies. I can't remember. It's definitely changed, but I can't remember whether whether it was between one and two. I think it was between All Hallows Eve and Terrifier. But the the visage and the the performance that the guy puts on, they've they've crafted something that's genuinely pretty creepy. No, okay. I'm not going to go and put it next to the you know the Michaels and the Freddies and things like that. But you know, there's sequences where the guy's just sitting there and kind of. Um, the whole thing is he doesn't talk, just very kind of standard clown-like movements, but that really creepy kind of face on right. it. And so I think there's definitely something there. I can see why people enjoyed it, but it wasn't necessarily for me. That said, we do have a couple of sessions of Terrifier 2 showing up, so it made me really? go and check it out. What, on, in at, here in Cambridge? Yeah. Jeez. So me and, the, me and a friend have kind of teed up. A time. I think there is only four sessions over four days, but I think they're doing that Australia-wide. Again, limited release in particular places. So we're going to try and get along because I have heard that this one is a little better in terms of the whole slasher vibe all up. And I do genuinely appreciate what the guy did with the character, but I just think the movie overall is not, not mm, great. Good. So. All right. And that was it? That was all of it. All right. Let's take a break. Here's the trailer for 2022's remake of Terror Train. I just wanted to welcome you all to my first big party as frat president. Let's make sure we play our parts accordingly. Okay, everyone, it's time to get this party started. Oh my God. It's just a big prank. Are we having fun yet? They were waiting. Terror Train, 2022, directed by Philippe Gagnon, who directed Amber Alert. It's produced by Kaylee Kavanagh, who produced Saw 3D, written by Ian Carpenter, who uh, wrote Unspeakable, and Aaron Martin, who created the Slasher franchise. I believe Ian Carpenter was also involved with Slasher. Yes. It stars Robin Aloma as Alana, Mary Walsh as Carney, Nadine Bahiba as Sadie and Matthias Geraldo as Doc. I don't know what the budget was, and it was a Tubi original. Mm. And this is, of course, a remake of the 1980 slasher movie starring Jamie Lee Curtis. When I saw this on Tubi, I was pretty keen to get on it. Mm. Obviously, I'm a big fan. I'm actually quite a fan of the original. 
think yeah. the original's quite good. Enjoyable movie. There's there's some real angles to go with Terror Train. Yeah. But these guys just seem dead set on just basically running through the same film, barring a couple of little twists near the end. It's It just feels very much by the numbers. Yeah. She's pretty boring in the guts. I was struggling at about 45 minutes. I was thinking, well, you know, where else are we going to go? What are, what are we going to do to fill time? Yep. And it just it never really kicks out of, like, second gear, really. Yeah. It just kind of trundles along on the tracks, yeah. you know, straight. Just a straight line? Yeah. They don't even change tracks at any point, really, barring yeah. the end, which... By then, I'd kind of lost interest in where we were where we were going. Mm. So overall, I gave it two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I went for two and a half. I pretty much agree with with what you said. Initially, I was I was pretty happy that they were going so close to the original because I felt like, all right, I think these guys, um, and as you said, it was the fellas that that were involved in slasher that were involved in writing it. I I, I thought I think these guys know what we're looking for, and I don't know how much involvement they had, because I know with the the Slasher series, they're still kind of involved with it. Yeah. So I don't know whether this was a script that they kind of handed off or whether they were involved in the making of it as well. But I feel like initially I was like, "That's a, this is good, because they know they're, they're nodding to the fans, they know what the what uh, we're, we're sort of after. And I felt like they're starting it with, Really, really familiar elements, so that later on they can sort of twist it and play with us a little bit. And yeah, it didn't end up going that way. And as you said, I, I think the slasher elements that were included were pretty much yeah, they ticked a box. They were all right, but they weren't pushing anything into directions that we hadn't seen or really kind of reinventing anything. One of the biggest issues is, as you said, it's a little bit. It struggles a little bit in the middle. Because the relationships between some even of the characters at ninety are, minutes it feels stretched. Yeah, all that the, way the back and forths between the characters don't really, to use your ta- terminology, none of those really get out of second gear. It's all pretty standard fare. The conversations between characters and well, they like don't that. bring anything more. They don't. They no. don't sort of add anything. To and there was a doing. couple of times where they they started to go places. You thought, well, that's that's we should be exploring that a little more. I think of something like. Initiation? Yeah. Was it Initiation, the one with the, yeah, that, that cool-looking mask that tried to take a couple of these ideas? Again, not a, not a classic film, but really enjoyable and tried to bring a couple of, you know, modern takes on, on particular slasher themes into the mix. And I felt like there was, there was really... There was real territory to be mined there, and they mm. started, to, started to dig, you know, touch the surface a little bit, but then went away from it. Uh, so, and yeah, by, by the end of it, the, the twist that they do decide to take is just pretty standard stuff. So yeah, I, two and a half because I did enjoy elements of it, Portions but of not it. much, not much that was really pushing things into any, any directions that we, we hadn't seen. Yeah. Look, straight out of the, the likes pavilion, look, it's pretty well, it's reasonably well made on a pretty small budget. I, I, you I imagine think, it's a pretty small yeah, budget. Yeah, yeah. It certainly has a TV movie look. Yeah. Is it just me? Very overlit. One of the things that the original Terror Train had going for it is you're on that train, but it was sort of darkened a lot, and it yeah. had this kind of claustrophobic feel yeah. about it. I know some people didn't necessarily like that, 
But I agree with you. I think it actually worked in its favour a little bit. Yeah. You cannot knock the the production values, I guess. No. With whatever they were given. that's reasonably well done for, for what they've got to work Canadian with. Canadian theatre, I believe. Canadian, yeah. yeah. The Canadians do it well. Yep. Gore, there's gore, and it's reasonably well done, the gore. Yeah. I don't think it's outstanding, but it's certainly not one a negative. No, it's yeah. I would agree. There's not anything that I'm going to be looking back at saying I oh, remember that that particular scene in in Terror Train, that particular kill in the no. Terror Train remake. But none of it. I didn't look at any of it and go, oh, shit. But again, the negative to all that is the kills are exactly the same as the original. Yeah, and this is where I thought they were going to twist things a little bit. I thought they were going to take the same sort of ideas when I saw them doing that, but. But, again, maybe try to make these kills that make you go, oh, shit, you know, make you sit on the edge of your seat or a little bit. Or like that one, but it's twisted in. Yeah. Like, I think that could have worked. It's yep. just they didn't seem like they were that intrigued in trying anything like that. Mm. The big ticket for this sort of, this movie and both this and the original, the idea of the killer getting on the train and wearing the costumes of the people that he's, they've killed, it's a great idea. Yeah, it's still a setup that really works. Even if the movie was not done all that well, it's still got some legs out of that and some mileage out of it. It's almost one of the setups for a slasher movie that encapsulates some of the best of all of it. Yes. You know? Yes. The the prank and the, you know, then getting onto the train, so there's an element of... And I know the original was the, the kind of... The thing they were running with was Halloween on a train. I think they took it to a different place with the, the costume. Yeah. Idea, which yeah. is really good. So yeah, that's still that is still a plus for sure. Definitely, definitely. And it it, it still is mined reasonably well here. Yep. Like yep. It, it it's not a bad part of this film at all. I've got one big problem with it to come later, but it's not with you know what they actually do with with what they've got. And they in do the movie that, it is that done clown quite mask well. is also quite. Quite a creepy visage. The clown Dad. mask is actually one of my big likes. Yeah. Because I think the killer clown mask has become so standard now that it's really hard to make one that that, that grabs your attention. Yes. Like, you know, you see a Pennywise and you're like, well, it's pretty fucking hard to top either of those two Pennywise looks. Yeah. Then you get something like, you know, I mentioned Terrifier before. That's one where you look at it and go, okay, that stands out a little bit. This one did too. Yeah. I actually really, really like the mask. Yeah, I thought it was good. And, and it was nice to have it almost as the his kind of signature. Yeah. He went into different costumes, but he had this signature it costume. It was sort of like the Groucho from the original. That, yes. Yeah. Yep. Which doesn't show up in this one, I don't think. No, they go, they go without that. No. The stabbing death, death of the girl on the bunk bed, that's mm. a solid set piece. Yep. A little, nice little murder piece there. Um, it's quickly done and well handled. Yeah. For what it, what it is. Yep. Which I was happy with. Mm. Well, I'm going to throw one in the mix here, which uh, I don't think you're going to agree with, but <laughs> I thought the magician brought a bit of a cheesy charm to, <laughs> to things, <laughs> to proceedings, uh, because maybe it was just that there was a dearth of other things going on, but when the magician was coming along and, you know, pulling awful pickup lines and, you know, Turning turning a flame into a rose and oh, things like yeah. that. I'm like, there's a cheesy charm to this. But then, look, look, you can't knock the... I mean, I'm going to knock the magician later. <laughs> oh. 
But the actual magician itself, the whole concept of it. Yeah. But at the very least, there was something going on with that. Yeah, like yeah. Like every time things slowed, they'd pull the magician out. Yeah, yeah. And again. But he was what? super sleazy. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch, me, watch me pull the penis out of my pants. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch me make a penis yeah, disappear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's honestly, like, he was, um, I, <laughs> he was super sleazy. Like, yeah, he'd come he out and he'd go, oh, who wants to, to go to the dark side? All this kind of crap. I said to you before. He was the bloke out of Shits Creek that kind of got by on Shits Creek for something of a rugged masculinity, would you say? Or? <laughs> the man's a goblin, Jared. I mean, to take, to take the uh, mortal lives of uh, uh, Jackie Child's Esquire, I'm going to say, the bloke was a goblin. Like, well, let's be honest here. They were trying to give him this sexy kind of... Feel, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yep. there, that was not happening. Like no, the whole sequence like where he kind of takes the girl, the, the main girl aside, yeah, and puts lays on the charm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're looking for sex appeal, just bring Copperfield back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even now, <laughs> I mean, his charm worked on Claudia Schiffer. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I don't think it stuck, though, did it? No, no, I don't think so. No, no, no. Yeah. it wore off. He certainly, pulled, he certainly <laughs> used your pick-up lines about it. Maybe. <laughs> 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 it was a cool penis out of my pants. Um, <laughs> the thing is, though, he made his penis disappear <laughs> with her. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. But what I mean about this guy is that he... He kind of, they were trying to sort of position him as, and maybe it was the sleazy charm or the sleazy kind of cheesiness they were going for. Yeah. But there's just a sequence where he talks to her, Alana, and quite frankly, he is about 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, know, a bit, she's meant to be just graduating from college. So yes. She's about 20 odd. Yeah, that was, that, God that help was, me if that's that was part that I was, that was part that I was, uh, one part that I was like, yeah, that, that doesn't quite work for this, but. One thing that I did think worked with the magician was it looked like for a little while they were tr- attempting to play him up as as the uh, killer as as the killer again we'll we'll go into spoilers later but right now just kind of mentioning you know talking about red herrings and whatnot that was the first one I looked at in the movie and thought oh, okay are they gonna are they gonna try something different here and they did a little bit. Yeah, but, but the, the original tried that too, didn't it? The original and then, tried and then, that, and then, 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 then um, the original spoiler alert went sideways, and his assistant. Yeah, but so what I'm saying is, this is where the familiarity works. Yeah, yeah. is that I knew that, but even so, the first time I saw the magician, first you know, first couple of times he appears, he does a couple of things. Where you're going, uh, this is too obvious. Yeah. But then there's one or two lines where you go, well, it could oh, be him, mate. Maybe, maybe. Well, the first time the you first... saw the magician, you, you were caught up in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I was caught you up lost... in the rugged masculinity. <laughs> you were lost in his eyes. Yeah. And you're right. We we got this feeling that yeah like if they're going down the original track that's you know they're going to put him out there as a red herring. Yeah, it, it um, was it was it was the the one of the few times where in the movie where I looked at and said okay well this might be different this might be where they're going to run differently and I think 
even though he's a goblin, the actor <laughs> probably deserves a little bit of credit. A 50-year-old goblin. He probably deserves a bit of credit for actually making me think, okay, well, this is possible. This yeah. is where they might be going to because the other stuff around it wasn't, wasn't working. doing no. much for me. Yeah. No, I will take that. I'll take that. And as I said, I think at least the magician livened some things up mm. occasionally. But I was getting sick and tired and coming out and going, yeah, who wants to get into the darkness? <laughs> Yeah. Mate, not with you. <laughs> yeah. Come into the darkness yeah. and take a look at this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Was your card the three of penises? <laughs> yeah. That's what he would have said. Yeah. Oh, dear. I do like Doc's death. Yeah, that it's was quite a good gro- It's quite nasty the way he kind of starts soaring across his neck and you know he's going to cut his head off, but it's just done with a little bit of, like, I don't know, mean-spiritedness. Yeah, yeah. There was because he was such a bastard, it was you kind of wanted him to get it. Yeah. And he, he does. So yep. I was suitably happy with that. Yeah, I think that would be... Because uh, I've got I'm some things to say about him. Yeah, so yeah, do I. I I like the sneaky crack at the original, where the train, they said porters. I was just going to call them trains women, yeah. just showing my you know, lack of knowledge about any professions around, <laughs> any professions around, around the place. But yeah, the, the porters, when the old porter comes to the bathroom door, yeah. and you know, in the original, they go straight in and you, I love that the first thing she does is go... Ah, yeah, fuck, we're not paid enough to act like cops and yeah, walk, just walk, walk off. off. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, that's pretty good. That's, yeah, yeah. I want to see more of that sort of stuff. Yes, agreed. I did like that. The last thing for me was the actual chase and fight between Alana and the killer is actually quite good. I do like... The cage? I like the cage. Yep. And the, the, he's poking that stick through there. Yep. I yep. believe they do something similar in the original. She is yes. in the cage. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. For my memory serves, and I, I thought. That I just think case. it's a really quite, quite sort of cool sort of way to kind of trap her and put her in danger. Yeah, uh, and I think it's handled as well here. Well, it's the, the one part of the movie that I looked at and I said, "Yeah, you can actually see a bit of tension and a bit of fright from Alana yeah. in that scene." And there's not a whole lot of that in the no. movie. So I, yeah, I, I had that. Pretty happy with well. that. I was happy with that. You got anything else? Yeah, I've got a couple. Oh, I mean, go. we spoke about how it ticked a few standard boxes and we got, you know, plays on the classic stuff like, oh, yeah, the prankster's, prankster's dead or dying, but he's mistaken for pulling a prank. You know, yeah. fucking thank you, Shelley, for that one. Um, oh, yeah. But, yeah, it's it's none of it's necessarily done with a lot of particular... Panache. Panache or, you know, <laughs> not, not much sizzle on the steak in this oh, one. Or, no, the steak has been grilled to, <laughs> like, shoe leather. I know. Well, I wouldn't say it's shoe leather, but it's... it's Look, it's a reasonable steak, but I'm not... It's It's a... It's a five-dollar lunch steak. That you, uh, you're that, happy enough with what you. You're got. not happy to cook it yourself. <laughs> yeah. Try at the at the bloody, you know, the club. Yeah. Yeah. It's not something from Jamie Oliver. It's not a fifty-dollar Jamie Oliver special. No, no, no. Or oh, that time I went to what's his name? Fucking, I can't remember his name, but we paid. I think it was about fifty to sixty squid for about a. Th- I reckon it was about a two fifty grammer, and there was nothing else on the plate. Two fifty. You had to pay for every side. They were on a different plate. 
Oh, fucking hell, it was a great steak, but <laughs> just give me the old, yeah. just give me the club, you know, yeah. 25 bucks for a 500 grammer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, alternatively, let me eat a kilo and get my <laughs> name put up on the wall. I love the fucking kilo of Devon because, because... You should have had your fucking name put up at the supermarket. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, don't sell Devon, it is fucking moron. <laughs> you know what? I had a nightmare about Devon after I talked about that, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I was just swallowed up, up by a world of Devon. Yeah. <laughs> woke up had a Devon sandwich. So that was in there. I enjoyed that. This isn't really a like, but I did laugh. But when they, when the the younger porter finally opens the door and she checks the pulse of the guy that was in the lizard suit that yeah. she finds dead in the bathroom, yeah. I had to laugh because she kind of checks her pulse. She kind of checks he's alive. Like, she doesn't seem to hold his wrist long enough to check his pulse. So it's like she's checking alive how the WWF referees used to check yeah, if Hulk Hogan was yeah, conscious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holds yeah, the arm up. Yeah, he's holding up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah I was expecting you to do three of those. And on the third one, he'd Hulk up and fucking, you know, yeah, here she comes. So that gave me a bit of a laugh. I also got a bit of a laugh, and by this point I started to sort of cotton on to what was going on, but I loved that the older porter's there fucking just telling everyone, oh, you, oh, don't worry about them, they're just drunk or, yeah. or something like that, yeah. <laughs> or both. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of like, no, no, that's, no, the way to, that's the way to handle things when you've just The college kids aren't and... horny, that's the fucking magician. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. They're trying to fucking just have a, have a nice evening with a couple of beverages, and this bloke's pouring whiskey. Yeah, and yeah. Sweeping things off tables. <laughs> <laughs> Sweeping his pants off his legs, too. Like. <laughs> Going into some of the territory that I thought they should have mined a little more, and this is where I brought up something like initiation, and these are other movies that have done that as well. But when they start to chat about the sorority and why would someone like you be in a sorority? You know, what are you getting out of it? I thought that's where we needed to go because, you know, the, the, with some of the modern sort of takes on, a little more of a modern take on these these college situations, I thought mm. we could have just, just explored that a touch. Not necessarily, I'm not talking, you know, we don't have to be Jordan Peele. No. But you can bring that stuff up and, and, and you know, put a bit of a spin on it. I thought that would, would have been worthwhile. Yeah. So I did kind of enjoy that they at least brought it up. Now, Adam, call me fucking crazy, but there was a bloke in the background at about 33 minutes <laughs> at a party, and I just thought to myself, by that time, things were starting to get a little little thin with the, the main characters, and old mate comes into the background of a party. I'm pretty sure he's got a drink in both hands. He's in a Hawaii shirt. He's kind of doing he's like the bus on. stop. He's got the classic, I've got a drink in both hands, but I am ready. I'm yeah, ready yeah, for yeah. the dance floor. Oh, the shoulder, there's a yeah. lot of shoulder movement <laughs> going. And he struts into that scene and made me think, fuck, why aren't we following this one? Yeah, way? yeah. And the camera the next, should immediately yeah, stick with him. Let's go with him. Just have a bit of fun with him for the next... You know, two to three minutes where he kept kind of popping up in the background, and the hands up, and he's yeah, fucking waving. Loving I just life. thought, let's go with this bloke. Let's yeah. let's just run with this bloke for five to ten minutes and have a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because th- th- fun was thin on the ground. It was. It was. I needed more of it. I yeah. needed more. Mo showing up with his throat cut at the same time as the magician is removing his. Uh, sorry, pulling a trick at some point. I thought that was well played. He sort of overshadowed. 
Oh, yes, yes, yes. You know, he comes out and he stares there like this, and it was the same time as the magician decided to make himself disappear again. Huh. And then he pops up and everyone goes, yeah, fucking huh. they're into and, it. And Moe's and Mo's sitting the there dying, and, and then, then one person walks past, and it's the old boy who cried wolf. Yeah. Are you guys pulling this shit again? I actually thought that was pretty good, because we didn't see anything happen with Mo. Yeah. So when he steps out, that was a bit of a shock. It was, yeah. like, unexpected, and then they run with that, uh, that was one part where the magician, again, worked because the crowd just fucking forgets or doesn't even notice what happens with Mo. I actually liked that. I thought that was good. I know, again, this, this comes into the killer's plan, which hmm. sounds fucking ridiculous, but are we really at the day and age where we're five minutes away from the train station and the porter again mentions, oh, we, won't have, we, don't, have, we don't have service? We haven't got that far out yet. Obviously, you know, we get down the track. It's part of the killer's plan when we cop. Oh, we won't have train service for an hour. I mean, for fuck's sake. Someone says, possibly the the young porter that's just just on the job, don't we have a contingency? Do we have a fucking radio somewhere or something that works? Have we not got a CB or a... Yeah, and when I'm... a satellite phone or something. When Alana's being explained this, if I'm in that position, that's the point where I say, what kind of fucked up tour is this? Correct. (laughs) You've got to start talking about... We... I'm not buying... I mean, there's not many people on this bloody thing. The grog's a bit rich. (laughs) There's no cell phone service and the magician's a fucking goblin. The magician has... The magician's handsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been sexually harassed several times tonight. (laughs) I think... Under the guise of watch me disappear. (laughs) I think the the thing is, yes, I understand they need to kind of go this this route with it. Although, actually, I don't feel like, like they needed to. Because... For the first 50-odd minutes, there's still no one really knows or, or no one is, is accepting that there's a danger. Right. So we yeah. didn't need to have anyone on correct. the phones. Correct, correct. So we could have explained it away the second time. Yes. By saying, yeah, we've been on here for an hour. We're up in the fucking mountains. We just use the, the disused tracks. Or we, we use tracks that aren't used by other other trains anymore. That's okay. I'll I'll... I'll buy that fucking 10-second explanation, and I'll say, okay, well, we've got no service well, for the next... Well, it's a next- flick, so I'll let that go. And again, you could have you could have said, we've got no service for the next 20 or something, and then you could have played with that down the stretch, that you do end up getting service in the thicker things yeah. with the killer or something like that. So I wasn't real pleased with that. No. But but overall, I did, again, it made me kind of it made me kind of chuckle, so I, I mentioned it in the likes for some reason. All right. I don't know why. But. I don't know. <laughs> Any, anything else? No, that was it. Okay, straight off the gate, off the bat, you had room to move with this one. You this one lot. has so much room in it mm. and, and, and angles to cover. Yeah, and I've said a couple of times, I thought that was that was why you were starting with the familiar. So you could But then really there, as every minute passes, you realise they're just going with what was there. The same sort of stuff, yeah. Um, and even the, the reveal... At the end, by that stage, I, I didn't really care. Didn't really care. Yeah. I'd, I'd kind of because it had been so standard the whole time. When we got to it, what I would consider okay, I was a little bit surprised. Yeah, I sort of felt like, well, no, nah, like like there's ten minutes to go. I've kind of lost interest. I got to. I think it was about two thirds through. 
Yeah. And I mean, I really should have noticed when she wandered up and go, oh, fuck, don't worry about that. That guy's just drunk. Yeah. And then she keeps doing that. Yeah, I know. But it was about two thirds of the way through. I think it was when she makes the speech. And because I started giggling when she's like, oh, no, you don't worry about your friends. They're just drunk. Or some yeah. of them are probably, you know, doing what, what their libidos are asking them <laughs> to do at this age. And I started laughing. And then I thought for a second, oh, that's about the third time she's done that. And that's when I thought, she's in on it. Yeah. I genuinely didn't see the bit about how Kenny hadn't done anything. No. I well, genuinely didn't see that coming. I didn't. When he showed up. That actually shocked me, because I figured they're not going to go that way. When I went, when I when I thought this is where Kenny's it's a heading. red herring at the start. Yeah, it? yeah. When I thought this is where it's heading, I thought, oh fuck, we're going to do the old, you know, it's it's mum or it's someone that knows him and or whatever, and he's not going to be there. So when he showed up, I was like, oh shit, I did get shocked for a minute. Yeah, and I genuinely didn't see the fact that he hadn't done anything. No, yeah, and he right. was just there to party. He should have been with the bloke in the Hawaiian shirt. And had a fucking great night. Oh, oh. Kenny would have forgotten about the fact that he was dished up the worst fucking prank in the history oh, of frat yeah. parties. I mean, I mean that still has proved. Puts a corpse in bed and then expects tries to trick a bloke into kissing it. Yeah. I mean there is fucked up and there's fucked up and this is top of the pile. And I think I don't know whether we mentioned it the last time, but I know we've mentioned it previously. I mean fuck if I'm in that if I'm in that situation... Make a dog shit those, on fire. Yeah, that's Straight right. Straight back to the party. We're done. We're back to the party. It takes less time. And there's probably no police involved. And you know the worst thing that gets told to me later? Got the bloke burned his foot. Yeah, exactly. And the yeah, worst thing is... That's how like, it goes. You know, someone <laughs> says to me, oh, you fucking, you're a cat. You, you backed out. I'm like, fuck oath I did. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man, yeah. like, you guys can. Yeah. Um, they're saying that to me while I've got a beer bowl... <laughs> <laughs> I just polished off a beer bong and I turned to the man. Oh, you've probably been at the party that long. You're at the Johnny Cena levels where it's, you know. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm chugging it up my ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're talking to me, calling me a cat, and I'm yeah. here going, guggling out. What are you doing? I don't even know what you're talking Would a cat do this? <laughs> Oh, God, oh, I'm going to watch that movie again. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. I mean, we're getting to a day and age where these pranks in the slasher movies, and this is one of the things that's that's really kind of changed about this setup, is you can't buy that fucking an, a whole group of people think, yeah, this is a fucking good idea. No, but see, I think they did one good thing with that this one is that it's only Doc well, I think who then tells Mo. I think they should have played up, and there was a little bit of it, but they should have played up. The Doc is the, the, the head of the frat, and Loose he's cannon, fucking pulling cannon. this shit. Yep. They should have shown a bit more reluctance on the part of other people, not just Alana, I think. You know, perhaps Mo kind of has some doubts, but he's sitting there going, come on. I mean, this guy's getting off easy. I just had to do the bloody nudie run or whatever, you know? So. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let, let, let me just weigh this up. You had to run around with no gear on. Yeah. This bloke fondled a corpse. Jared, <laughs> 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 I think you got off easy if you ran nude through the fucking <laughs> yeah, that's right. quad. 
Yeah. You can at least cup your nuts so yeah, no one yeah. can see it. And you had a mask on. Yeah. So no one knows who this bloke running around with a thumb dick was. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a knob lineup, <laughs> you're in trouble, yeah. of course. But, you know, we, we've kind of allowed you to keep your, your anonymity. Your dignity. <laughs> your anonymity. Your disgrace. <laughs> That stuff always pisses me off. I, I yeah. could accept it in the 1980 version yeah. more easily than I can accept this one. Yeah, exactly. I just yeah, feel this like is supposedly more... 2019 or something they're doing yeah. this. And it plays into, as I said, you don't have to be A24, you don't have to go all in, but it's worth mentioning the fucking the toxic nature of those fucking setups. Yes. And how you, as all the head need... of the frat that was buying into this bullshit... Got us all in fucking trouble, you know. All you need is a, a hazing situation. Yep. You don't need a corpse and stuff. Yeah. Although, remember the hazing situation in that ridiculous movie, There's Someone Inside Your House? Yeah. Where he accidentally pushed that girl into a fire? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Remember <laughs> uh, they yeah. kept saying to her, what happened? And, and she finally flashes back and all she does is accidentally kicks her friend into the fire. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I was just yeah, sorry. Giggles. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, yeah. Okay. It's pretty glacial. Not a lot happens. The, apart from the occasional murder, it's pretty boring. Well, is that the right yeah. word here? Because, as you pointed out, the characters, when they interact, they just, there's just nothing there. Yeah, the major sort of players are, are where it kind of falls flat a little bit. And it's not helped by some of the acting. Some no. of the acting's not real flash either. I don't think it was, I mean, it could have gotten by, but, like, the relationship between Alana and Doc, for example, all we get in between is just a little bit of mudslinging. There's no kind of development of, of you know, she's, she should have some real fucking issues with with what he did. But it seems to have been three years where you're dating his best friend and he's still an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Big an asshole as he ever was. We none of that ground. We covered none you of that You know what ground. I think would have been even more interesting? That shit, her and Doc were together three years ago. Yeah. He pulls the prank. She basically says, I, I, I can't. Can't be around you, and he's seething three years later. Put back there, on the train. There could have been like, there, yeah. There's there's developments that you could go with here. There's there's could have been also reasons why he might have been the killer. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just adds those little angles. Yep. I mean, fuck. You needed him not to be the killer. Yeah. Or you could have had that she fucking. I mean, <laughs> there's ways to go where you could say she did fucking dob him in. And his bullshit of I'll just tell everyone you did this doesn't work. Yeah. And so he's a fucking pariah, but someone someone fucking brings him along because they feel sorry for him, brings him along to the party or something like that, sneaks him on yeah. in a costume. or, or Like, there's ways to go. Yeah. And they took none of those ways. They went yeah. in none of those directions. I just thought, even if you just went with what they had, that there should have been, there's, there's got to be a development of the, the, the relationship between them. Yeah. To me, they're the two major players. They're, they're where the drama's coming from. Correct. And we, it just didn't kind of in between the kills didn't really build really anything, push, create anything, push anything further. Yeah, just kind of sat there. Extra seemed to be a little bit hard to get because for a graduating class, she was pretty small. Pretty well, 
When Apart got, from old mate, you got my Hawaiian, background. My Hawaiian shirted friend. You don't need many. He's the life of the yeah, party. Yeah, he was the life of the party. He'll fucking make it. He'll make it fun. Whether it's whether there's ten people, whether you like it or not. He'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah. be chugging a beer bog through your ass before you can fucking blink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You you have chugged several beers through your bum. <laughs> This guy's finished with you. And then yeah. you know what? He's giving you the double guns and he's wandered yeah, off. Yeah, he wandered off. The shoulders are going. I mean, can you imagine, you know, when when she's checking the when she's checking the stalls, of course it was two people having sex. It should have been someone with a beer bong up there. Yeah, and then she goes, Mo! <laughs> he goes, he goes Yeah, he looks at her and he goes, I couldn't resist. Yeah, loosen up. Yeah. Look at this guy's having a great time. I just yeah, wanted to be a part of it. about the sex. I mean, fuck, that was a piece of cloth. I know, I know. Have some some respect. (laughs) Yeah, I need a door. (laughs) And there were some cabin cars. Get in there and get it done there. What are you doing humping each other behind what is essentially (laughs) a shower curtain? Humping each other behind a fucking tea towel, by by what I can tell. It looks see-through in other parts. Again. I am not an exhibitionist, Jared. <laughs> and I do not take feedback on any of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you look. stick your do it. <laughs> I don't need to be micromanaged about my sexual performance. I'll take a closet yeah. at worst. <laughs> <laughs> a toilet. A toilet. For it God's must have sake. a shutting door. Yes, yes. That's a, an inch thick. Perhaps. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to the toilet on the train because every bastard was trying to get in there. <laughs> well, yeah. There's half a dozen dead bodies in the toilet. <laughs> exactly. And you know she's bugged up. Oh, so yeah. Oh, that, that, that. Look. There's two toilets on that fucking train. It's not pretty. Yeah, yeah. And that's where the, the porter comes out and says, oh, Look, unfortunately, the dunny, the dunnies are blocked, so that's just an extra thing to add to the, the yeah. issues. I mean, when she opens the door, all she does is get a whiff and fuck. Oh, you're not wrong; something definitely is dead. Don't put. Yeah. I told you guys, don't put the toilet paper in there. <laughs> I love the fact that they go with the uh, look and, and the magician. Coming back to the magician, a. I feel it's kind of dated. Yeah. Like, I know David Blaine and co <laughs> with their, and Cosentino yeah, and all yeah. these type of characters are around, but I just felt like maybe there were no other angles to explore. But he made himself disappear. Fuck. He did, but I've got question marks on that because my understanding of a magician, Jared, is you do not actually make yourself disappear. It's a lot of hand trick, right? You're in a fucking close quarters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what are we expecting? Like, he yeah. throws his shit in the air, what does he do? Then roll underneath the table. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. Can't hit a moving target. Yeah, yeah. Target. <laughs> <laughs> um, he doesn't go, Ooh, hey. Like uh, me, I throw down some smoke bombs. Yeah, I'm sitting in there and I'm heckling until you cut an orange open with my name on it. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I think it is dated in, in that regard. I think they could have updated it. It's like, I mean, take a fucking comedic spin on it. Like, 
David Tennant in the Fright Night remake <laughs> or something. That's yeah, his yeah. goal. <laughs> I know. Yeah. He's just a sleazy cockhead yeah. who's got no abilities whatsoever. Yeah. The <laughs> other thing about the magician and Alana. So we come in. He immediately insults her. Then he pulls out a magic trick or something. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Then they're all good. And then, oh, yes, she becomes part of the act. Come backstage and have a whiskey. Immediately insults her. Then we're back to fucking square one. <laughs> and then for the rest of the time, there's nothing there. Yeah, yeah, It's like, okay, so where do we go? Where do we go well, with that? Well, listen, too. You, kept, you talk about working on your act. Work on your act out, out off the off stage because it's obvious you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Work on your small talk. Mate. Yeah, because, <laughs> because I don't know about you, mate, but insulting people doesn't get you anywhere. That's right. Or does it, That's Jared? Right. Does it? Fuck, I don't know. Maybe he was oh, one of the. Fucking maybe he was running some sort of fucking, some sort of game. He was definitely peacocking. Oh, he was peacocking for sure. <laughs> but you're right. It, it, none of that goes anywhere. He he makes a couple of kind of underhanded comments about frat boys and being all being assholes. And we if you know we wish that the the I wish the train would crash and we'd get rid of all these wankers. Yeah. And and it's kind of being used as a small way of trying to say he did he's doing this. But it never it's never convincing. Never yeah. never does anything really for him. No. And there's a point where Doc and Alana are sitting there and they're they're discussing it after they've they realise Mo is murdered and everything. And they go, Kenny, remember Kenny? And they go, could it be? Of course I remember Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I destroyed the man's mind. <laughs> I, I, I remember the guy. But he goes, could it be Kenny? Could he be out for us? And then Doc pipes up with, Kenny was into magic. And I was like, when? I don't remember yeah. seeing him do any magic at all no, in the that's film. Right. That just came out of nowhere. He just he, he didn't even speak of magic. No, no. That's so right. what kind of? No, no, he did. Oh, did he? Remember at the very the very. Oh, first he does something in, in the first yeah, minute. Yeah, he or makes whatever. a fucking ping pong ball. He makes a he makes a stubby disappear. <laughs> and he's fucking gullet. <laughs> no, he made yeah. He no. was using a ping pong ball. Yeah. He yeah. makes a stubby disappear into his ass. <laughs> Yeah. Quick sticks. What's that, what's that tube hanging out your pants, Kenny? Oh, well. well, look into my eyes. I'll <laughs> oh, pour it in there. <laughs> Open that beer and pour it in the spout. <laughs> and watch it disappear. Straight into my, hey, yeah, he's straight into my cornhole. He's, <laughs> he's here going. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he's—it's like a ventriloquist tummy, a ventriloquist talking and not making his mouth move. <laughs> yeah, gulp, gulp. You didn't see my mouth move at all, did you? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh dear. <laughs> now, after finding your classmate's head. <laughs> in the back room, you'd think the best option is to get to go and have a sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <probably. laughs> I don't know about you, but I can't sleep. No, I'm wired. So. I've got a fucking shitload of grog in me. Yeah. I, I am making poor decisions. Yeah. <laughs> when you roll over onto your ass, you realise the tube's still up there. So you're not getting sleep anytime yeah. soon. But you're yeah, right. I've had it's ten just... beers this way. I've had four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. pissed. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. 
Yeah, I don't think that's the first first thing you do it. Yeah, yeah. And why does the porter then stand outside? Like you'd think you'd get in there with her, lock the door. Yeah. Make the killer come through there. Yeah. No. 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 Let's not do that. Nope. I actually feel like, and this is just this is I've got it in the dislikes, but it's not really a dislike. It's just something I feel like might have been worth exploring. Right. But I feel like they really could have ramped up the costume angle. Yeah. Because the first costume on him looks fucking awesome, and it's a point of difference. Okay, I'm happy for you to go with the lizard too, but get a few more on there because there was yeah. no other people in costumes. Yeah, that's right. Or costumes that had masks on, and then further down, they get to the point where they say, everyone, take your mask off. That was another good idea that they could have run with if there was a few more costumes. What about the bunny? The bunny, yeah, the bunny. We knew the bunny from the get-go was a a problem because that was the costume that was fucking just sort of showed up on on the platform, wasn't it? Yeah. But, yeah, I just feel like... Go a little bit further. Get a few more people masked up. Yeah. Get a and few more kills then in Then rotate them. Yeah, it felt like they kind of, they actually should, this is one of these ones where they should have added some more kills. Yeah. And you played with, you know, killing Mo off screen. What's to say that, you know, that, that you know I mean, you can, you can play with You can also go with this, this, this particular person has disappeared. Yeah. And then that costume suddenly roaming. Yep. You don't know if it's them, you don't know if it's a killer. Well, you can, and it, I know it's, again, not easy. To, it's easy to say this after watching it. It's not easy to do without kind of people catching on. But if you've got more of those, you've got more chance of tricking people, you know, playing a scene out with someone in a costume that we don't actually know was the killer until after that or yeah. something like that. Yeah. There's there's all these ways that, that I feel like could have gone. And I felt the first costume looked so good that we could have gone for a bit, bit more of that. I agree. I agree. The twist that Kenny didn't do it. And he was just there to party, <laughs> which seems very strange. Very strange. No one checked in on the guy? No one just from afar just inquired? Does anyone know how Kenny's going yeah, yeah, these yeah. days? Yeah, that kid who went crazy. That kid we fucking destroyed mentally. Yeah. And why weren't they held to account? That's right. He told him his shit, he would dob her in. No one. What yeah, did no Kenny, one... though? Kenny was telling his mum, so yeah, that's that's. Kenny's telling someone, isn't mum? Then going to the school. Yeah, that's right. They no, should have had something no, like no. that. I went to the school you, and they brushed it under the rug. You spent three years concocting a way to get a gig as a yeah. as a porter on the train to exact your well knowing that revenge. these kids in three years' time will want to have a train party. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, stupid. And then when it turns out to be her, it was just a Friday the Thirteenth riff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Pamela Voorhees, as opposed to Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Uh, and, and it didn't work. It just didn't work. Yeah. Because as you said, there were points where the radar was up on her. Yeah. It's kind of like, well, that was a strange thing to be saying, wasn't it? She did it a couple of times. There was, there was sort of just a couple of times where she said some stuff and you're like, oh, there's a bit more to this. Is she kind of di- deflecting? I think we could have gone elsewhere with this. And I really think something like Doc would have actually been an interesting twist on it. Yep. That Doc was doing it. Yeah. Because he'd been kicked out. Or he'd had he'd, something had been held to account. He could no longer get into, like, he lost a high-powered job opportunity or something. Yeah. There's, there's ways, ways to go. 
Yeah, and I didn't think they 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 explored any of that. They didn't even bother. The kills overall were just sort of fairly standard, run of the mill. Like a couple of like stabbings. You said, I would have liked them to maybe go with the familiar familiar elements of the original ones, but just ramp that up a little bit. Mm. Especially because that's that's where it seemed like all the all the eggs were in that basket. Yeah. That that's what we've got because the characters weren't really. Working we could have on leaned on the violence a bit more. Yep. I just think in general I would have liked a little bit more, a little bit more fun. I felt at times that the, they played the bat a little bit too straight. Yeah, and I think that's probably why it got a little bit boring. I mean, that's why I was laughing at that bloke in the background because I was like, "Fuck, let's have a bit of fun with him for a while. Get a character like that that's just partying up that we can have a few laughs at." Yeah, yeah. I actually think maybe they should have tried to get a few more laughs out of the the relationship with Doc and the new frat president, president or whatever, because yes. he was kind of. There were times when it seemed like he was coming across almost like a character out of a skit, that he was so kind of straight. Yeah, straight-laced. Straight-laced. And then there's that brief bit where him and Alana talk and he... He shoots his shot. Airball? Airball. <laughs> but, you know, he shoots his shot. Oh, no, at least he took it. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, it was an 18 to 20-footer, though. He was well outside yeah. his range. Well, he's outside his range. Plus, Absolutely. he could also have been another red herring. Yeah. That he might be involved. Yep, definitely. Especially, like, if, if it was kind of going with what you said about that perhaps Doc isn't... Because you've put us in the in the position of Doc's not in charge anymore. Yeah. People are tired of his bullshit. And he's struggling with that, you know? Like, he's I no longer the man. people are tired of his bullshit, but we don't really see people tired of his bullshit, bullshit all that Well, much. he's still got Mo hanging with him. He's still, you yeah. know... He's still kind of setting up this kind of yeah. I'm the man type of rubbish. Yeah. I mean, he should have pulled a prank early on in the train and copped a fuck off way treatment. Yeah. Somebody, yeah. Like, show us that they're really tired of his shit. Yeah. Going right back to the start. Yeah. When he goes crazy, supposedly goes crazy. Kenny. When Kenny supposedly goes crazy, that was played a little, it was a little goofy. Yeah. I'm sorry to throw stones, but I don't. I feel like the actor doesn't have a ton of experience. Perhaps. No, I think you'd be pretty happy. You'd be um, correct by the look of it, and like the way he played it, it was laughable. But Alana looks at him and goes, "Look, look what we've done to him. He's gone mad." Yeah. I mean, I'd have if I was next to Doc, and Doc said, "No, he's not. He's just drunk." I'd have said, "Yeah, yeah. Doc's right. Look at him," because he was kind of looking around, going, "Ah." Yeah. Is she all right? Is she all right? Is she all right? He looked pissed. And look, how dark would it have to be in that room to not know that it's possibly not a not a, a moving person? <laughs> I mean, it would have to have blackout curtains, Jared. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't right. get the sense. And we're, that we're, we're working involved. with tea towels. We've established that. That's not that's not keeping any light out. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm look. I'm walking in and going, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, back to the party for me. I reckon it would have been better, but again, the hazing's better. That he's yeah. been hazed and hazed and hazed violently. Yeah. Kicked into a fire. I mean, it's <laughs> violently, yeah, drop kicked into the into fire. fire. It's kind of revenge of the nerds territory, isn't it? To to kind of say to this bloke, oh, we got a, we got a girl just laying there waiting for you. Go, yeah. Just go in and in revenge of the nerds, though, you have oral sex with a girl without her consent. Yeah. And then she realizes that you're a nerd. Yes. And Still thinks it was okay. <laughs> like, well, this is, yeah. The Reds has got a few problems. Just a couple. Yeah, a couple. But this is, you know, we're in the day and 
age where you'd hope the candy would walk in and go, I'm, this is uncomfortable. I don't, I, I don't want to be here <laughs> or something like that. Again, but they that play him out the as nice... this guy. Go, he's kind of nervous and shit. I'm like, oh man, this is. He's rubbing his hands down. on his jeans. Yeah, ready? Now yeah. you know what they could have done. Played a slight twist on it is that he realizes it's a corpse, and he backs out, and they beat the shit out of him. Something like that. You know. I mean, it's they it's... beat him unconscious. They, yeah. they they hurt him so bad that he can't come back to school. Yeah, or something like that. That I, I feel like it might have been another place to twist it. And the reveal is my last dislike. I just felt Territory, the original Territory stands out because its twist is a genuine shock, and it's a it's still you know one that you go back to. And it's the the, the whole man. Posing as a woman and all that kind of stuff, the cross-dressing type of situation with Kenny, and it's a surprise. And I don't remember actually seeing it, like picking it. No, in I the nineteen eighty-one, I don't remember I at yeah, all saying that's. No, I wasn't onto it at all. That's Kenny. So yeah. it was a genuine surprise. None yeah. of this was a surprise at all. No, and especially when you go to, as you said, when you get to to who it is. It's it's standard stuff that we've seen a lot, and by extension, it makes it even harder to cop than the original. Hmm. Like the original's not hard to cop. No, this one very much so. Yeah, and then we had to chuck the sting in as well. Oh yeah, that sting at the end. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, if there's a sequel, it's not going to be her. No. Because I could see it getting a sequel. Could it's, you? Yeah. Chubby original. I'm assuming it's not, it didn't cost them a lot. No. Chubby's free to sign up to, so anyone that's got any interest in Terror Train can just go, oh, well, fuck, I'll sign up. Here's my email. I'll watch the movie. So I reckon they'll get a few views out of it. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Can't imagine it's uh, <laughs> it's going to be any worse than any other Chubby original view. Well, I, I, now I'm going to go start looking through their originals. <laughs> I think there's a lot of uh, sort of hallmark sort of fare. Yeah. I believe there's also a lot of something from hell type of ones as well. Okay, good. So <laughs> count me in on that. And there's obviously that shark picture with Joey. Yeah, got to check that one out. Oh. Although I think um, he's seeing his film clip in Blossom. Mm-hmm. Where for some reason the show stops for five minutes, <laughs> unexplained five minutes where he his entire film clip is shown. And let me tell you something. I think that's worse than this movie that he's, <laughs> he's recently put out. So definitely check yeah. that out. Yep. You got nothing else? No, no. All right. That's it. That was Terror Train. You can find us on Podomatic, iTunes, Spotify, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Send us an email at thrillme at ionet.net.au. We're on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia, Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com, and Instagram at thrillmepodcastau. Please rate and review us on all the platforms. Keep an eye on the Facebook page for details of the next film. But until then, take it easy, everyone. And we'll catch you later. Cheers.
Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.